living the dream. We get some meatloaf. <laughs> you know what? I will have some meatloaf. Let's have some meatloaf. You want some? <laughs> I knew you'd go. Hey, mom! The meatloaf! We want it now! The meatloaf! Mom, the meatloaf! <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, hey, uh, wedding crash. All right, thank you. I mean. Yes, Eric Pettigo finally gets one on the first try right it's, off the bat. If you're going to hit me with Will Ferrell comedies, <laughs> okay, okay. I'm going to bat 1,000. Yeah, yeah. my son, my 15-year-old, and we talked about this with your teenage boy, too. You're going back and watching some of those those 80s comedies yeah. and stuff like that. My son has now gotten into all the Will Ferrell stuff, and he was quoting some of them to his buddies, and, and I was just like, oh, man, I, I love when we can share that humor. And right? He's kind of shocked that I knew about it. I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? I mean, like, this, yeah. It's not like these Will Ferrell movies are new or anything, dude. Dude, to our kids, we are old, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's <laughs> like true. they're shocked when when we like things that they think are funny right. and cool, too. Right. They're right. like, wait a minute. Yeah. You're he not puts on, funny or He puts cool. on some music sometimes. I'm like, dude, I remember listening to this yeah. in high school. He's like, whoa. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, I bumped this in the Tercel, bro. It came out in 90, man. Yeah. Yeah. Ford Escort. I had it, buddy. (laughs) I had the tape cassette of that, bud. Come on now. Well, that's just ridiculous. I had the cassette single (laughs) because I only had six bucks and quarters in my car. That's (laughs) (laughs) for sure. All right, guys. It is week seven of the Fantasy Football Junkies. I'm Bonzi. That is Ego. And we are ready to rock and roll, man. We've got a big show. uh, for you today. Thursday night football focus, uh, booms and busts, waiver wire, yes or BS. Um, you know, and again, probably a lot of just, um, extra commentary in between what we talk about today, just because, man, we were just talking off the air last week. And I think anyone who is new to fantasy football, you were not, there's no way to prepare for what happened last week. It was, what was the word that you used? It was not an anomaly. You said it was a, uh, you used a word. I was like, that's a good word. And I forgot it. Anomaly feels right. No, you didn't say anomaly. I can't. You said a word. I, so ma- I say so many awesome words that it's hard <laughs> yeah, to. Awesome. Can you spell it out? Anom- anom- I can't even say it now. I can spell it. I mean, but is that good? Content? No, we're not going to do it. Okay. Right. But you said a word, and it was like, it, it basically, it was kind of like anomaly. Anon- Why can't I say it now? I, I already said I got you. it. Anomaly. What? It what? Will- <laughs> <laughs> I love that our show is like hooked on phonics. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you're the teacher, and I'm the well, student. Well, I, I excelled. That's the one thing I was good at in school. <laughs> Me too. And I just language. think, yeah, yeah. I just, my brain just doesn't want to work right now. But the, the the fantasy points that were scored, and the, I mean, there could have been, our bus list last week could have been huge. You know, I went back and looked at the bus players that I had. I got two right, got two wrong, way wrong. Uh, booms, I got two right, two wrong. Um, if you got anything right last week, congratulations. Yeah, well, really. I, I, I felt okay about it just because, again, if you're new to fantasy football and you're like, man, I'm blowing people out of the water. I'm doing great. I got all these players on my team. I got good depth. Well, wah, wah, wah. either players didn't perform that affected other players, um, like Tom Brady. I mean, huh. dude, <laughs> I mean, we, we could do a whole podcast today on the Buccaneers and Tom Brady and the, and the coaching staff and the player. I mean, it's just not good. Then I like it. I like that Aaron Rodgers is horrible. I like that Tom Brady's horrible. I mean, I talked about it at the beginning of the season. I've never had one of those two players on my team. Yeah. You know, I've never had them on my team just because, you know, great. There's other quarterbacks out there that I thought were just as good. I can all, you know, people, I just think they, they love them so much. They put them up on these big giant pedestals 
and I don't think they realize how much coaching helped them, yeah. how, how much players around them helped them, how much an offensive line really does help those quarterbacks. And you never heard about that. It's always Tom Brady's the GOAT, Aaron Rodgers the GOAT. But look what's happening right now. You don't have a good team in Tampa. They are not good. He's literally having a mental breakdown on the sideline, yelling at his offensive line. And, and, and then he goes back out and nothing gets – I mean, it's just like he's still throwing these balls – like, dude, that doesn't even look like Tom Brady anymore. Well, they're they're three and three. They're they're still technically in first in the NFC South. It's horrible division. It is I mean, really it's, bad. It's disgusting. But they've looked okay at times. Statistically, he's still doing fine this season. But last week, you know our show, the Fantasy Football One Hundred and One, mm-hmm. right? You're familiar. You started it yeah, 18 well, years ago. I mean, I ask questions. I don't get answers for that's, it when I, that's when my I watch bad, on bro. Facebook Live. That's my bad. I didn't mean, I didn't even notice. Um, but we do the pick three. Every week we have callers call in. We each pick three guys, quarterback, running back, receiving option, and we give away a gift card every week, right? Yep. And Dublin so, Pub, right? Yeah, Dublin Pub. And so last week I saw that matchup. Tom Brady against the Steelers. The backup Steelers defense. The backup Steelers defense. Dude, it was atrocious. The worst pass defense in the league, statistically. And I'm looking at Brady and Mike Evans, yeah. and I'm like, give me that stack, bro. Give me that stack. I Last place is what I got yeah. in the pick. Three. I had Evans as my boom. Remember I put him on there? I was like, Dude, I mean, you know, even, even Godwin, I think Godwin had like uh, – 27 targets and yeah. caught like five or something. Like, I mean, it was ridiculous, <laughs> every man. Time, uh, every time the Red Zone went to that game, I'm like, okay, Bra- nope, Godwin. Nope, nope, nope. Godwin, yeah. <laughs> he just keeps throwing it to Godwin. And right, so I guess like, the point of me you know, bringing this up and just how don't let this one week ruin your fantasy football fun. Does it suck? Yes. Yeah. Did you probably Were you probably projected for 150 points or 120 points and you scored 80 there's probably a lot of people that did that last week. Don't be freaking out right now and trying to drop all your players, okay? Because, yes. man, there is a lot. I mean, that could be an Eagles extra point, and I, I feel like it has been already. But And you calmed me down. You talked me <laughs> off the Eckler ledge. I mean, you really did. Yeah. You talked me off the Eckler edge. I was really bummed out after week two. Just because not that he wasn't performing, just because... It didn't look like he was going to do anything. Right. You know, but now you know, the guy's winning me, winning me games. He's so. the number one fantasy running back. Right. Uh, Thursday night football focus. Let's get to that. Just so guys, calm down. Don't be dropping in all of your players. We'll tell you the guys you could drop and just get rid of. But um, tonight, uh, tomorrow night's uh, Thursday night football is the Saints versus the Cardinals. Okay. Now, um, running back has been a blind spot for the Arizona Cardinals this season. Made more complicated by the knee and rib injuries for uh, James Conner has been playing with. And after Connor, fin- Connor finishes one of fantasy football's top running backs last year. Yeah, he's only outscored you know Benjamin by less than one fantasy point this season, okay, which is crazy. And the Saints could see the return of one of their own receivers after first round pick Chris Olave wasn't part of the action in Week Six because of the concussion. Yep. Um. So I it looks like, and I've been trying to follow. It's hard to follow these Thursday night games sometimes when these injuries come up. I go to the Twitters. I go to the there's a fantasy football a doctor that I go to and follow him on TikTok. Um, and, and it looks like Chris Olave, he's going to play. Okay, yes. it, it looks like he's going to play. It also looks like Eno Benjamin is going to play, and the, and, that, and that's going to help both these offenses. Okay, and maybe give you guys some fantasy points from tomorrow night's game. Especially my top pick is obviously quarterback Kyler Murray, and there's there's a couple of reasons why. Okay, uh, against the Seahawks in Week Six, Murray completed sixty two percent of his passes. Uh, for 222 yards, even though he had no touchdowns, okay, 
Um, that was just kind of like one of those freak occurrences, man. You know, like, how does he not have touchdowns? Uh, it, it made up for the pedestrian passing stats with 10 carries for 100 yards. So he still got you some fancy points, sure. all right? Murray's only played one other game against the Saints in his career, and he threw for 220 and a uh, 31-9 loss back in 2019. But the dual-threat QB should be expected to have a way more successful showing against the Seahawks uh, tomorrow night as New Orleans defense has the fifth lowest pressure rate in the league. They are only touching a quarterback and hitting a quarterback on 15% of their pass rushing. I mean, that is not good. They've also allowed 107 rushing yards with two touchdowns uh, to, to the position on 23 attempts. That's it. So, you know, Benjamin, again, he plays. Kyler Murray rushes the ball. That looks good for both those guys, right? And the big factor, I think, this this game is going to be DeAndre Hopkins. Um, you know, owners who took the Cardinals wide receiver um, can can finally be like, okay, man, you know, this is what I've been waiting for. He's making the debut tomorrow night after uh, serving that suspension. He played 10 games last season, finished 42 recepts. 572 yards and eight TDs. And I feel like Hopkins, uh, you know, when he plays against the Saints, he doesn't do bad. He's got 147 yards, two touchdowns in the, in, in two games. And uh, one of the areas that Kyler Murray has struggled with this season is getting the ball where? Down yeah. field. And Hopkins, I think, is going to provide that remedy. Uh, last season, Hopkins' average depth of target was over 13 yards. So, I mean, he's getting downfield. And Kyler Murray... They need that. The Cardinals need that to open up what? The running game again for Kyler and Eno Benjamin. So I think those factors um, are going to be good. And, and, and he does it better than Marquise Brown. Uh, I'm sorry to say that. And, and Marquise Brown, again, question Marky. Uh, it just makes me nervous about that. Um, other players that you might want to keep an eye on, obviously you're going to start Kamara. I mean, he's going to start for you. Uh, Robbie Anderson, what's the situation with this guy? You know, being traded and coming over there. Is that another weapon that Arizona is going to focus on? Um, do you want him even on your team? I, don't, I wouldn't probably see him. He, he might be a flex position just depending on your wide receiver depth, your running back depth. And also Rondell Moore, uh, you know, for, for the, you know, the wide receiver. I mean, again, that could be another guy you could put in. I had a, a, a circle around Zach Ertz, but the Saints, they are good against tight ends. They are really good against tight ends. And uh, they used Zach a lot. Uh, in in week six, and I'm thinking it's going to be Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins show. If you have Hopkins, get him in your lineup and set it and forget it. If he has a horrible game and they just try to, I mean, I, I don't think they're going to be easy and go slow with Hopkins. I think they're going to try to really be. I mean, he's not he he wasn't coming off injury. He, he's you know he knows the offense. He's been there before. I think Murray is very excited. I think we're going to see a jazzed up Arizona Cardinals team tomorrow night. Wow, you went through the whole thing right there. Let me um let me mentally go back and try to So for the Saints, Olave is going to play. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. It was um he almost played last week mm-hmm. and he's been a guy must start. Yeah. Every I mean, yeah. it's Also, Jameis Winston is medically cleared to play, but that's not his job anymore. Right. Like nobody's really talking about that. Andy Dalton won that job. Jameis Winston could have played last week. Mm-hmm. Didn't. And they're they're just letting Andy Dalton throw the ball win, and he's been okay. Yeah. So uh, I wouldn't start him, but Olave definitely. If he's healthy, he's back in. He's like the number one target. Uh, Alvin Kamara, that's you don't need to spend time on him. He's a guy you plug in every week. 
But on the Cardinals side of the football, Eno Benjamin, he was supposed to be a monster last week. I know. He was on my boom. He was on my boom list. He was on everybody's boom list. He was not good. No. Well, yeah, he was not good at all. No. And and so, I mean, he caught. Go ahead and finish. Yeah, he would. I guarantee you there are people that that he cost them the week last week because they had a lot riding on him. So I'm nervous again this week for Eno Benjamin. Marquise Brown, fractured foot out at least six weeks. He's not playing. So now we've got DeAndre Hopkins back in his first game. I mean, I agree with you. Put him in your lineup, right? But that first game back, I don't know what we're going to see. Kyler has been... He's been a little bit inconsistent this season as a straight-up quarterback as a passer, right? So I wonder if this first game, if they're going to have to gel a little bit kind of before they get going. But at the same time, it could just blow up and be fireworks, which would be awesome because I drafted DeAndre in a league, and I've been like, biding my time, counting down, like get nuke in my lineup. Everyone is. Everyone is. But I would say if he... If he struggles a little bit this week and it looks off, oh, man, go after him hard in trades. Try to get him because I, I think he's going to end up having a monster year. Well, it's like I said, when he, you know, 10 games last year at eight touchdowns. Yeah. Okay. And, a, and that was a down year for Hopkins. I, pace. I know, but yeah. I feel like people were like, man, it, that, that was still a kind of a down year for DeAndre Hopkins. He's, he, he's like Devontae Adams, though, used to be with Rodgers in that red zone. Yeah. 10 yards in, it's Kyler Murray or De- Hopkins. I mean, that's what it's going to be. And I feel like. That's going to help Eno Benjamin. I think Eno Benjamin had a case of last week. He knew maybe the pressure was like on his back, like right. he needed to do it. And I think you know, I mean, the the defense against them was pretty dang good. I would say I'm pretty comfortable with Zach Ertz this week as the one familiar target. I can't wait to get to my booms and busts for for Kyler Murray. Yeah, he. I mean, he's the guy who's been out there every game. I also really like Rondale Moore this week too but again he's only been active for a couple of games right so Zach Ertz to me is that one familiar been there all season target for Kyler Murray I I still think he's a good safe play but yeah that's that's my thought on Thursday night there's uh I mean you have to start guys with injuries and oh buys. yeah it's, yeah. it's yeah. uh you know you don't have a lot of options right now at least I don't right so we'll move on now to our booms and busts, and week number seven we'll start off with a big boom. I know uh, Eagle's going to love this one. My quarterback boom for this week, a Mr. Dak Prescott for oh, the Dallas Cowboys. Please, God, be, <laughs> uh, be right, please. Prescott looks to return this week, and and I know I've been giving him a hard time about Rush and you know, and so, but it proved last week against the Eagles. I almost texted Rush. Well, I mean, everyone did. Yeah, everyone did. I all my buddies in St. Louis, right? Where's your boy Cooper Rush? Like, hey, man, just relax. You got to do some things for entertainment purposes only, right? <laughs> um, he has a fantastic matchup against the Lions D that is 28th against QBs. Now, I would have him seriously as probably my QB one this week, um, elite QB one. But you gotta look at the rust, okay? You gotta look at how much time he's missed in the last five weeks, even though he's at home against one of the worst defenses in the NFL. It's a factor, um, man. It I, is. I would say Dak Prescott could score the most fantasy football points this week, and I think he might want to try to do that. So that's why I've got him as a boom. I think if you if you're if you're sitting there and you're one of those teams that you've got Dak Prescott or you've got um, uh, I don't I don't know who uh, somebody you've been using. Well, who who have you How been about, using? Give me Geno Smith. How about okay, that? Right. Dak or Geno? That's crazy that you just said that. So um, I would start Dak. So right. you know if you've been using Geno mm-hmm. to get by, okay, you're going. You better get Dak in there, okay. Now, I've been using Golf personally. But, get Dak in there, and that's 
same game. Right. Right. And that Dallas defense is nasty. Right. So I think that one's a no brainer. Right. But I would say it would be like a guy like Gino, where everybody's really big on him and he's having a nice season. That would be the question, right? Because it, he would be a guy that people would rush out to the waiver wire when right. Dak went down to pick up. But what about like a guy? What so a, Tua against Pitt. I mean, that's another I one too that people say, are talking about. Tua? He's coming so back this Go week. Dak, man. You got to go Dak. Yeah. You got to go Dak. I mean, it, 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 if I have Dak Prescott on my team, he's in my lineup. The only people that I start over Dak are going to be Jackson Mahomes, Herbert, Burrow, Murray. That's it. I'm not starting Tom Brady over Dak Prescott. <laughs> yeah, not. I'm not starting uh, Aaron Rodgers over Dak Prescott. I'm sorry. I'm just not. All right? I mean, Dak is... Could be to a, be fair, you hate those guys with every fiber of your being. Not just not just fantasy wise and personal wise. I hate them. Bad. All right. So there's my boom. Dak Prescott versus Detroit. My running back boom. Kenny Walker the third man versus Seattle. All right. Kenny uh, Kenneth Walker is averaging 99 yards and a touchdown over the Seahawks last two games, and he's going to be in position to stay hot in Week Seven with a matchup against the Chargers defense that's giving up over almost six yards per carry and the fourth most fantasy points to opposing running backs. So there you go. Kenneth Walker the third. My boom. Yeah, I love it. Uh, Kenneth Walker. I, I thought it was going to be a little bit more of a split last week, but it wasn't, man. It was it was all Kenny Walker all day. Yep. I'm um I'm big again on Ramondre Stevenson. Oh, yeah. This week oh, yeah. Against For sure. Chicago. Yeah, and that's the one I got friggin' right. Like, Ooh. thank goodness we got that one right. I mean, yeah. that was a big one. God, he looked good, too, didn't he, man? He looked fast. He looked good. Man, it hard to makes tackle. you wonder when when Damian Harris right. gets healthy again how that workload's going to look, right. man. Because Ramondre looks like and you know a what Bill Check loves package. to do too. Screw one running back in, one running back out. One yeah. running back in, one running back out. He you hates never know. fantasy right. players. My wide receiver boom. This might be a non very very unpopular pick, but um, I think I texted. No, I didn't text this to you. I texted this to a lot of people on on Sunday. I would watch the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills play every single oh, man. day. Agreed. Did you watch that game? Of course I watched that game. Like, I have red zone. I was watching the Chiefs-Bills yeah. entire game. I wasn't checking red zone. Fun, man. Mm-hmm. Just the quarterbacks are fun. The way those two teams play is fun. And it was. I, I, and I'm glad I did watch that game because the reason I have this as my boom wide receiver, Juju Smith-Schuster... Against the 49ers. Yeah. Let me explain why. Okay. He he blew it up last 20 fantasy points last week. Okay. And God, he looks so good. Mahomes, when when there is a team that looks to do what um the Bills did last week, and we even talked about it, the Bills defense. They're 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 amazing. Their defense was so good, but Mahomes figured it out and figured out who to go to. And who did he go to? Juju. 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 I mean, I mean, it was Juju all day. The 49ers, I feel like the same defense, man. They're they're gonna target and 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 they are good. They are a great defense. Um uh what do I have here? For, fourth against fantasy wide receivers this year are the San Francisco 49ers. But again, I think Mahomes looks to Juju a lot. And you know, because he he's not their top guy. You know, Juju's not their top guy. It's just it's it's, it's a fact. He's probably a wide receiver three, you know. I mean on that team, but I think he has a boom week against the 49ers. Yeah, I, so, nobody has really emerged outside of Kelsey no. in Kansas City, and that's what we've, we've been talking about since the season, before the season even started. Um, but I think maybe he's getting some comfort with uh, with Juju. So I, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. Oh, it, you think he's number one, huh? 
yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to Who argue. Would, I mean, you can't argue it. I mean, you can say yeah. him or Josh Allen. I mean, it's just sure, but I mean, they're both great. I would, I would look at what Mahomes was able to do, even though they lost against against that Bills defense right. last week, right. and say, man, this guy has no like star receivers, right? And he was still unbelievable. Yeah, he's doing what Aaron Rodgers, everyone thought, would be able to do. Agreed. Yeah, and Mahomes is able to do it because he's a good quarterback. So let me tell you what I did because I also have red zone. But shout out to my brother and, and my nephew who showed me, you know, I went over to their house to watch football a few weeks ago. They had their big screen on red zone and then he got like a projector cool. from Walmart for like 60 bucks or something and had like just a single game on the wall mm-hmm. over here. So I'm like, oh, man, I got a $60 projector. I got off Amazon a few years back so my kids could watch movies outside <laughs> during the pandemic. <laughs> nice. Right. So now I've got like a big like 80 inch projector on one wall that has a game on while on my TV I've got red zone so I had red zone going on my on my projector <laughs> I had KC Buffalo and I'm just on my couch just yeah. in full dad mode yeah. you know what I That's mean great. love and life yeah it was a great game I yeah. seriously watch them play every single week my tight end uh, a boom for this week I have Taysom Hill at Arizona now, even though he only had five fancy points uh, last week it's 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 a downside to playing. Taysom Hill, all right? He can score 34 points like he did in week five, yeah. or he can have no impact like he did. But the reason I put him there, the Cardinals are only 31st against fantasy tight ends. He is a huge upside tight end one this week. And so, like you know, we, we mentioned in the Saints versus Cardinals game, uh, with Olave coming back, I mean, I think it's it's Dalton, and, and, and he loves throwing to his tight end. Dalton loves throwing to his tight end. He just does. Yeah. It's up to Hill to catch the ball. So he's my boom tight end. He is the epitome of boomer bust, right? He mm-hmm. is the exact definition because he's either going to get you 40 points or single digits <laughs> right. and be a absolute non-factor. So if you just pick him as your boom every week, it'll pan out yeah, a couple it will. of times. I'm 50-50, yeah. man. I got it, right? Yeah, he'll never get you. You'll never see Taysom Hill 12 <laughs> fantasy points. That's <laughs> right. never going right. to happen, ever. All right, so the bust for this week, I've got uh, quarterback Tom Brady of Carolina. Uh, it just was not good for Brady uh, you, against. You hate him again. So bad. I mean, it was a. It, it was literally. I mean, I'm not. When I said it was a backup Pittsburgh Steelers defense, it was atrocious, and averaging uh, six yards per attempt. All right, he hooked up with Chris Godwin on only half of his twelve targets. He had uh, two completions longer than twenty yards. It doesn't look like he is seeing downfield at all. This includes zero passes attempted over 30. All right. Brady was even caught on TV chewing out his old line in the first half. Now, if you watch that clip, which I'm sure many of you have, okay, and I broke it down with somebody else, it didn't look like the offensive line was even paying attention to what Mr. Brady was saying. It didn't make a difference after the break. He was still... Seating those tight window throws where no one was going to catch the ball. It didn't appear anything was even physically wrong. Like people were like, what's going on? He's fine. All right. He just is not good anymore. This whole thing. I mean, I'm not going to get into bashing the guy anymore about his love life because, you know, I've been there and done that. It's not a great team right now. All right. (laughs) Carolina also has only allowed eight passing touchdowns this season. All right. They're in trouble. If you have Tom, like I said earlier, I'm, I'm starting Dak over Tom Brady. Who are the other quarterbacks that I put on this list above? I put Trevor Lawrence above Tom Brady this week against the Giants, all right? That's how disgusting 
I am I am with Tom Brady. I got Geno Smith. I got Derek Carr. I got all these guys above Tom Brady. Sorry. Uh, how about this? I'm going to give sorry. you the impossible question. The you, BS you or know, BS? Or no, the... no, no, no. But you know what's coming this week. Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady? I have to start it, that? Yeah, it's it's like voting in a presidential election. Like who I'm going you, Aaron Rodgers. Who do you hate the least? Yeah, I'm going Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Yep. All I'm right. Going, going Aaron Rodgers. How about this one? I've got a good one. Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo. Man, that's a nice matchup for yeah. Garoppolo. Yeah, I like it. And he's been good. Yes. Last The last two games, he's thrown two touchdowns in each of the last two games. Kansas City's defense has allowed 15 passing yes. touchdowns on the season. Jimmy G over Tom Brady? Right. Oh, yeah. You heard it here first. Put Debo on Tampa Bay. Put Debo on Green Bay. I think people are having totally different conversations about Tom Brady and and Aaron Rodgers. He is that. That dude is good. Debo? Oh, yeah. He is very good. He's a menace. Um, uh, It just doesn't make... I tell you what. Carolina, 130 yards per game on the ground is what they give up. I don't see any reason to not just give the ball to Leonard Fournette. Fournette, all day. Fournette, Fournette, man, and, and uh, White. Yeah. I mean, Fournette and White all day. I mean, I even talked about with somebody earlier. Um, they, they, this this league that I know that, that my buddy is in down in St. Louis. They've been talking about it forever. For every starting position, you get a flex spot. Okay, and it makes it really fun. I mean, I mean, I mean, I just told him I was like, man, dude, you and, and you do you go deep. I mean, yeah. you go deep with players. But again, that's fantasy football. You want to have fun. You want to have chances to score points. All right. And so he's. I, I said, dude, I, you, do you not start like, but backups? Because absolutely, you have backups. You you, you just you, you you try to get from those flex spots. So goes, it's all flex. No, 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 no. For every starting spot. Okay? okay. So for like, you've got two starting wide receiver spots. Oh. So there's two flex spots to go with those. We do that. Yeah. I mean, it's just amazing. How that's many exactly players... what we have, man. We have one quarterback, one running back, one receiver, one tight end. And then four flex spots. Yes, you know, they've got two wide receivers, two running right. backs, one quarterback. Then they've got um, a flex spot for each one, which is a so running no back, end. wide receiver, and there's no tight okay. end. Okay, right. all right. But, yeah, it equals our it's flex spot. a lot spot. of players, man. We we are starting eight players in a defense yep. every week. Yeah, that's, right? probably, that's probably what they're starting. And yeah. the flexibility of that is awesome. Because huge. you don't have to start two receivers. Right. You don't have to start two running backs. Yeah. You can just... You can go. You can literally start five receivers yeah. in a week, yeah. If or five running backs, yeah. So I mean, that's just it's again, awesome. you know, Fournette and White. You know, that's something I, I think I talked about last week. That you know, that White if Fournette's just an, and I hate saying it because I got Fournette. I don't want him to get hurt because he's he's such a beast right now. You're not going to hurt Fournette, but, but keep White on your team. Uh, my bust at running back, I've got DeAndre Swift at Dallas. Now people uh. are licking their chops, going, "Ooh, DeAndre Swift's coming back. He's coming back." You know, and 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 it's a different situation. Then the Hopkins thing coming back. Okay, DeAndre Swift's going to look to emerge from the Lions' bye week, recovered from his ankle and shoulder issues, hopefully allowing his dynamic almost nine yards per carry to take aim at a Cowboys defense in Week 7. That's allowing 4.4 yards per carry. But only two rushing scores against the Cowboys this season. Dallas' defense is not bad. And they're going to be jacked in this game at home. Dallas versus Detroit. It's never been really good for Detroit. You mean you mean Detroit? <laughs> Detroit, yeah, yeah, Detroit. So I mean, <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, will he get 15 fantasy points? Probably. Yeah. But I don't think he. I think the chance of him going under is a lot more than him going over 15. Well, Dallas has given up 120 yards per game on the ground, but you can't 
like they don't let you punch it in. Once you get mm-hmm. down to the red zone, they shut it down. That defense is legit. I like DeAndre Swift enough to play him because it's DeAndre Swift right. still, but I, I'm with you. If I had to go under uh, over under 15, I would probably take the under because I also still think his first week back, I still think there's a heavy dose of Jamal Williams Absolutely. this yeah. week too. So I don't think they're going to be like, welcome back, DeAndre. Here's 23 touches against right. a physically punishing defense. Right. My wide receiver bust again, and these aren't. I, I, I'm not saying don't start these guys. I mean, you know, I, I mean, I'm putting down their sift to my lineup, but I mean, I'm saying, hey, he could be a bust. It's a temporary expectation, right? Yeah. Wide receiver again. This is his second time on the bust list of uh, this year. Devonte Adams versus Houston. Um, he, you know, he's had 300 yard performances, five touchdowns through his first five as a Raider, but in week seven, he faces a surprisingly stingy Texan secondary that has only allowed. One receiving touchdown to a wide receiver this year. Really? (laughs) How you like that, buddy? That's crazy. Dive into that stat. Write it down. Bring that up on Fantasy Football 101. Make sure I get credit for that one. Yeah, you got only four four touchdowns allowed through the air on the season. Only one to a receiver, huh? Holy cow. Isn't that crazy? So is this a Josh Jacobs day then? Can you just run like crazy? I am actually shocked how Josh Jacobs has done this year with that. I mean, he's he's, phenomenal. He's been great. And I think that's what everyone thought they were getting when they drafted Josh Jacobs three years ago. Yeah, all those years ago. He's a stud. Uh, He's a stud. Okay, so they're garbage against the run. 165 yards per game against the run. So, yeah, Josh Jacobs all day long. Yep. Uh, Man, I would not, I would have missed that question. Yeah. For sure. Oh, me too. And wow. I was looking at it uh, yesterday. I was like, is that true? And I even had to go check in a couple of different spots. But yeah, Devontae Adams, big bust. Sorry, buddy. Uh, tied in my bust. Uh, you talked about Zach Ertz, you know, scoring all these points tomorrow night. Um, he's been targeted exactly 10 times in three of his last four games. And when tight ends get that many targets, okay, good things happen. And they have been for, for Zach Ertz. Um, but he's playing New Orleans. And Marie has Hopkins back. He should continue to see some strong target volume. Yeah. All right. I, I really feel like he's going to get this. But the Saints defense that gives up less than 30 yards per game while allowing the second fewest fantasy points to tight ends this season, they're good against the tight end. Yep. Temper those expectations. Don't feel like you're going to get, I don't think you're going to get double digits out of Zertz. I really don't. You know, which I think you've, you're starting to expect that the last two weeks. You know what I mean? Well, sure, yeah, it, because he has four out of six games seen over 10 targets. Yep. And you would think, I mean, 10 targets, like... Wide receivers don't even get 10 that's targets. That's what I'm saying, man. Right. That is, that's wide receiver one I don't think that's happening though, tomorrow night. I just don't think it's happening. But even in, like, full point per reception leagues, his highest scoring output, 16.7. Mm-hmm. He's not really doing much, so they're not deep targets... Not scoring a lot of touchdowns. He's getting looked at a lot by Kyler Murray. But what that is, is enough for like a safe tight end play. Know you're going to get somewhere between 10 and 15. Yeah. Because that's what he gets you every week yep. with 10 targets. Um, so I would expect more of the same, probably more towards 10 than 15. Yeah, I think though. under 10, though, could happen big time, with, sure. especially with Hopkins coming sure, back sure. and them running the ball a lot. So uh, week seven waiver wire, okay? And again, if your waiver wire started today, you better get on these quick, all right? So you got the Bills on a bye, the Rams on a bye, Vikings on a bye, Eagles on a bye. That is a lot of good players yes. on your fantasy team on a bye. So look at these waiver targets. My number one quarterback waiver target 
spot them, start them, Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers. They set out to, uh, on a revenge as we get a rematch this week of the Super Bowl where the Chiefs uh, beat the 49ers in the Super Bowl just a few years back. San Francisco is typically a run-first offense, but teams are throwing against the Chiefs, like uh, Ego said, at the second-highest rate over expectation this year in an attempt to keep pace with them on the scoreboard. That's what teams are doing against the four, the the, the, uh, the Chiefs, all right? <clears throat> San Francisco has plenty of weapons to do that, too. Averaging a solid 15.4 fantasy points per game, uh, the environment here combined with the Chiefs' struggles at the cornerback spot right now is with injuries, too, man. Uh, they started two rookies, I think, last week on, on the outside, man, and one of them got hurt in, in that game. So, uh, yeah, hey, they're in trouble. look for a solid streaming day. Uh, I would, you know, again, I, we talked about it earlier. I'd start him over Tom Brady. I'd yeah. start him over Aaron Rodgers, put in Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, pick him up on the waiver wire. Yeah, and I, we talked about him earlier, so I don't need to go. I mean, he, he's been scoring multiple touchdowns, you know, the last two weeks. So, yeah, 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 get him in there. I, I love it. And another guy that I, I think I said his name last week, because uh, I think it was only, it was only picked up by like 20 something percent in maximum, uh, waiver, uh, wire, uh, pickups. Daniel Jones again. He's only picked up in like thirty percent of leagues, and I, I, you know, Jones is is a great player to stream last week, and he came through with a serviceable, you know, fifteen fantasy points when you're only scoring five points per touchdown. Now this week he faces a Jaguars secondary that gave up a whopping three hundred eighty nine yards and three TDs to a washed up Matt Ryan. Right? Let's just be honest on that. Yeah. Jones also has some reinforcements returning as uh, we see another waiver wire pickup. I have is Wandale Robinson returning in limited fashion last week to score a touchdown on limited snaps. Now, averaging a solid 15.5, John Jones isn't a terrible option for those that are missing their quarterback because there's a lot of them on a bye week this week. If you're missing Allen, you're missing Stafford, you're missing Cousins, you're missing Hurts, Daniel Jones is not a bad streamer. Uh, no, it, you could do, I guess, worse. Like, you could, you know, get Jacoby Brissett like I did last week because I had nobody and... And that was really bad for me. He wasn't good. I would say I like Bailey Zappi. Yeah. Take oh, a look yeah. at Bailey oh, yeah. Zappi, yeah. New England, who's had a couple of really good games back-to-back. Right. -back, and it actually has people talking. I mean, this is not like the Dallas situation right. where, of course, it's going to be Dak. Yep. Because Cooper Rush didn't produce. They were just winning. Mm -hmm. Bailey Zappi is, like, producing. Yeah. Like, 300 yards, couple touchdowns, no interceptions last week. So... Curious to see what happens when Mac Jones comes back. Oh yeah, for sure. But he's—I uh, he, don't think he's coming back this week. If Bailey Zappi's out there, go grab him if you need a quarterback. Now I put three running backs. Usually I only do two per spot. You know, in case Eagles got any guys you want to target. Yeah, okay. Do you have a guy on quarterback you want to or running well, back? Um, I've got a few receivers. Oh, okay, actually. cool. So running back, I picked three this week because I two of them really stood out to me, and one that really stood out to me was Latavius Murray at running back for Denver. Uh, he he's only picked up in fifteen percent of leagues. All right, and Monday Night Football, I think showed us that Melvin Gordon was essentially benched despite being in a very competitive matchup against a run funnel defense. Instead, Denver opted to lean on the newly acquired Murray as their lead back. He played almost fifty percent of the snaps and posted a fifteen to sixty six rushing stat line while also picking up a reception. So. I think the lack of of what's going on right now in this Mike Boone, uh, you know, Denver team, um, you know, he's still there to contend with for the passing down work. And quite frankly, this Broncos offense isn't routinely in scoring position for Murray to run in those short touchdowns because I think he he loves those short touchdowns. I mean, those yeah, are just what, what Murray's fed off yeah. of. 
Uh, the Broncos are 32nd in points per games. Uh, I wouldn't go overboard with you know spending if you're if you're on like a uh, you know a, a dollar you know yeah if you're a hundred dollar budget yeah I wouldn't spend more than five bucks on the guy to pick him up but he is on uh, everyone's waiver wire yeah and he needs to be it as much basically after last week nothing but confusion set in as far as football goes I've been doing this for like two decades and I'm like <laughs> yeah. dude I don't know anything right <laughs> the one thing I know is that the Denver Broncos hate Melvin Gordon yeah. It's I like it's insane. Like what's going on there, right? It, and we said it. Javante Williams goes down, and we talked about. Hey, actually, Mike Boone might be might end up being better than Melvin Gordon. And then all of a sudden, they bring in Latavius Murray, thirty three year old Latavius <laughs> right. Murray, and he's just the number one. Right. Uh, yeah, if he's out there, pick him up because they're going to lean on him because they hate Melvin Gordon. You're right. Uh, another running back I have here again. This guy was only seventeen percent in Yahoo. And I had to go pick him up, man, because uh, week five led to a season high in touches for this guy, Joshua Kelly for the Chargers. He's you know, hurt, man. Yeah, I've He's got, hurt. I've he got down, Eckler. Playing. I've got Eckler, but okay. Joshua Kelly, as it appeared when he took over the running back two role, uh, unfortunately he left week six okay, early due to a knee injury. The severity of the injury is not known at this time, all right? It happened on Monday Night Football. But I would still want to have Kelly on this team uh, because Michelle and, and Spiller, they just they, they can't do what Kelly was doing. Um, so whether you're an Eckler owner or not, I would stash and, and keep Kelly uh, on that bench until we find out more about that knee injury. So news did come out. Oh, it did it break today? MCL sprain. Oh, right. uh, he will be out multiple weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, wow. I mean, that was this morning. It, Seventeen hours ago, that came out. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I got this this morning at like eight a.m. Ah, you can get, check your source. All right, bro. I knew, I do. The other guy I have here, this one here, man, uh, we talked about him, I think, a couple times in, in on a waiver wire. Uh, he still is not picked up in many leagues. Kenyon Drake from Baltimore. Yeah. Ravens lost J.K. Dobbins to that mid-injury last week against the Giants. In his place, we saw Drake look decisive and explosive as a runner. He turned 10 carries into a 10 uh, attempts, 119 yards, and one TD, which is Amazing. There's no telling how long Dobbins' injury could keep him sidelined or if he's even sidelined at all. But I, again, I, I would say, hey, you know what? This Kenyon Drake, he could turn into a, a Ramonde Stevenson type of thing in New England. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And JK's knees tightened up is is what happened. I don't think they're expecting him to miss any time. However, there it's never going to be JK Dobbins as like a workhorse number. It's if you've been holding on to him for a long time and guilty as charged of that, like he's never going to be that guy, man. There's all when Gus Edwards gets back, it's going to be a split time. Kenyon Drake has looked more than serviceable, so yeah, yeah, pick him up. So for my wide receivers, I mentioned his name earlier, and I think this is my this is my pickup of the week. Um, there was a big fight over him too in our league. It's uh, Wandale Robinson. Oh, okay? sure. Uh, for the New York Giants. Why Eight, was there a fight? Just because they were talking about uh, someone tried to pick him up before the game started and it got locked out, and then uh, the guy didn't end up getting him when the waiver wires got moved because he didn't spend enough money on him. So the guy that got him for fifteen, it was just uh, I, I tried picking. I mean, but there's no way to prove that. Sure, I don't know. I mean, so it was, people were try, everyone was trying to get Wandale Robinson from the Giants. Okay, he returned to action this week. Probably became fantasy viable on a team needing playmakers. Now he only played on twenty three percent of the snaps. But he picked up four targets, uh, posting you know uh, thirty-seven yards, a, a touchdown, and he looked fast. And he's yeah. in the slot, and it's a welcome sight for I think this New York passing team that's been struck hard by injuries this season. Now in full PPR formats, um, 
I would slightly lean Robinson over some of these other guys who might be available, like Alec Pierce in Indianapolis, uh, Tyquan Thornton in New England, and Van Jefferson for for Los Angeles. Um, I think Wandale Robinson could be a guy that you pick up and help save your season if you're struggling this year. Again, he's my target of the week. Yeah, he's uh, he looks electric out there. And uh, what did you say, 40% of the snaps? Yeah. He's going to be in a lot more. They were just kind of working him back in. And, man, the Giants, they're a team that keeps winning somehow, and they haven't had any sort of steady play uh, from the wide receiver spot all season. So this might be like that guy. Um, I have him on on my main team, and I'm, I'm really glad that I do. Um, a few more, and I'm glad you said Tyquan Thornton because he was on he was on my list too. Uh, rookie New England wide receiver doesn't he's not on the field much, but when he's on the field, he also looks really really good yeah, and yeah. fast. But a few more, if Trubisky ends up playing again, if uh, if Kenny Pickett's not playing for Pittsburgh, Trubisky looks for Chase Claypool. I'm sure there are a lot of owners who just drop Claypool. Yeah, because we told them to. <laughs> yeah, well, and, said get rid of him, and you should have <laughs> yeah. right. And if if Pickett is back in the lineup this week, then don't don't touch him. Let somebody else spend their fab on him. But if Trubisky's going to play again, get Claypool out there because uh, Trubisky looks for him. Dante Pettis for the Bears. Oh yeah, uh, seven targets last week. Um, scored. I know Justin Fields is not great at throwing the football, but <laughs> if somebody's going to be leading in target share, and Dante Pettis has looked okay. And then a couple of Joshes. Josh Palmer for the Chargers has been pretty good. Josh Reynolds for Detroit. Yeah, Palmer's still out there. Good for you. Because right. I mean, he's yeah, they, he's been great for the he's Chargers. He's scooped up in, in most leagues. Yeah, because everyone's just, just locking down Mike Williams, man, and, and yeah. Herbert loves going to Palmer. Keenan Allen's still out, but Josh Reynolds in Detroit has been better than Josh Palmer, mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't even know who that guy is or where right. he plays. So right. if he's out there, scoop him up for sure. Any other ones? I mean, wide we receiver. Just, we just gave people a lot. A ton. Yeah. Yeah. Tight end. I got one guy because um, if, if Green Bay is going to do anything this week, I think you got to get Tunyon involved, uh, and he's you know, hasn't started off the season very very well. But if you're a whopping twelve targets. Uh, to postseason's highs in receptions and and ten receiving yards while while, while playing on a season high sixty three percent of snaps and with Randall Cobb being carted off, uh, Tunyon might become a way more consistent receiving option for the Packers. And I know if you're in a tight end league, he's owned by fifty percent. Mm-hmm. But you know if you need if you need a tight end, go look and see if he's available. I would I would grab him for this week especially. Yeah, I like that a lot. I like that a lot. And tight ends uh, so hard to come by. Yep. So if he's out there, scoop him up. Uh, and then my defense streamers, okay, for this week, and again, this is this week only, okay, for defense. Um, I was struggling between uh, going between the Miami Dolphins and the Cincinnati Bengals, you know, because the Bengals, again, they burned me last week, man. Mm-hmm. Against New Orleans, I thought, man, they're going to they're gonna score at least 10 points. They got me one point against the Saints. But the Dolphins, again, they're going up against Pittsburgh, <laughs> And with all that craziness that's going on there, I think the Dolphins put up huge numbers on defense. And then I got the Saints at Arizona and the Bengals versus Atlanta as uh, my streamers on defense. I like that, and I'm also going to give you one because people I don't think are used to admitting that or accepting that that this is a good team with a good defense. I'll give you two, and they both play in New York. Giants and Jets. You like that? Probably both floating out there. I'll tell you why. Giants have the Jaguars. Who are, you know, they're they're kind of hit or miss. They're hot and cold, but they're not an explosive offensive team week to week. And the Giants' defense has been really good, right? So they might be out there if you need them. And then also the Jets, 
Going against Denver. Going against Denver. How bad does Denver look offensively? Yeah. And the yeah. Jets are steamrolling people. They're yeah. not just winning games. Yeah, look what they did to the Packers. Yeah. Man. yeah. They are shutting teams down and convincingly winning games. And this week, uh, man, at the Broncos, Broncos are just so bad. Yeah. Jets. I dig it. JTS. I like that. All right, so let's get to our yes or BS, and then Ego's extra point to wrap up fantasy football junkies. Again, I told you lots of info this week, and it's been uh, it's been jam packed. So, uh, three yes or BS questions for Ego. Let's start off with Dak Prescott. Yes or BS? He has over twenty five fantasy points this week. Oh, let's go. Yes, man. <laughs> let's go. Yes, that's your boy, let's man. Do it. I need it. That's your boy. I need it. Yes or BS, Tom Brady gets injured in this game because his all O-line's done being yelled at. Yes or BS? Uh, BS. Yeah, he's not going to get hurt. He gets rid of the ball too quick. That no, guy, I mean, hey, listen. He doesn't take hits. Don't be like Bonzi's rooting for players to get hurt. No, I'm not. I'm just saying he probably might get hurt because the O-line's done. I see, I see what you're saying. I'm a, he's just – he's too good. And and referees don't let Tom Brady get hit hard. No. You're right. You saw what happened, right? Yes, that I did. one time. Yep, yep I'm not even going to talk about it. Yeah. That one time, that, one, that time. one time on the football field with yeah. Tom Brady. My last yes or BS. I think it's funny you brought this up earlier when we were talking about quarterbacks and who to start over Brady or Rodgers. My last yes or BS question is: Should I trade Aaron Rodgers for Geno Smith? <laughs> what? That's not a yes or BS. Yes or BS. <laughs> I should trade Aaron Rodgers for Geno Smith. Oh my God! Really? <sighs> yes. <laughs> I don't believe I just said that. Listen, I'll be the first to admit when I'm wrong, and I missed on Aaron Rodgers this year. And I don't know if it's his age or what, but, dude. I called it. I told you, what are the top 15 QBs? There's a reason for that. I don't know if he's top 20. I know. He's you, you I think I got uh, I think I got hated on pretty hard for that. Yeah yeah and uh and I'll I'll be the first to apologize. Thanks, buddy. Um because jeez, he is just been so bad. I I can't even. It doesn't look like it's getting better for the, the the Packers either, which you know, I mean, they're not getting Odell Beckham, all right? I'm telling you guys that right now. And He's going you... to Kansas City. All right, if y'all want to sit there and be like, "Is who?" Yeah, Odell Beckham Jr. is going to be going to the Kansas City Chiefs. Mark my words. If I'm wrong, I will admit I'm wrong. But I'm, I I've got him right now getting ready to uh I'm getting ready to pick up Odell Beckham Jr. by the way. I'm trying to find where Rodgers is on like the okay, he is currently in our scoring format. Six points per passing touchdown, one point for every twenty yards passing. Oh, yeah, right, no, no bonuses for horrible. long ones. Um, he's quarterback sixteen. Yeah, which is low end backup. Yeah, which is what you had him ranked going yes. into the season, and I mocked you. <laughs> yeah, openly. Yeah, my bad, dude. Thank you. Yeah, my thank, bad. Thank you very much. All right, ego's extra point. Here we go now in three. Two, one. Do you need to start a timer? Nah, I'm good, man. I got it. I got a good mental clock. So this week, Ego's Extra Point is not going to focus on strategy so much as something to do to make your league more fun. Um, And you and I talked about this last week, Bonzi, a little bit off the air. Because my leagues have gotten away from the trash talk. Oh, yeah. The chat room (laughs) trash talk. So I have made it a point, and I want everybody out there to make it a point to do this. I have made it a point to every week, log on, go to the chat room, and just start trashing my friends. (laughs) You know what I mean? The best that I can. It used to be my favorite part of fantasy was how much we all talk smack to each other. And really, I mean, get in there with some real questionable, not politically correct, (laughs) 
NSFW, just really get it to where like if if your buddy's wife's walking into the room, he's got to close down his computer because he doesn't want her seeing what goes on in that chat room. Get in there, get dirty, make it fun. It's the best part of fantasy is telling your friends how bad they suck at it. It's the best part. So get in there and do it. Too many people are getting away from it. So again, no strategy. I'm just trying to make it fun for people. The smack talk is what it's all about. Ego's extra point is up. And it's good. And it's very good advice, ladies and gentlemen. Let me just give you a little tip on top of that because I appreciate you brought that up and we did talk about that. Yeah. I, and I told you in our league, we've got two. We got we've got a we've got a, a mass text thread yeah. because we keep the trash talk going year all, all week. Good. And I, I, I jealous. Think they, and, and listen, most leagues make it easy on your chat board now. Yeah. Look for the gifts. All right, look for the GIFs, oh, yeah. the gifts. That is so easy just to put something in there. And I'll give you an example from this morning. Some boob that is in our league now, he's been a friend of ours forever. He's been crybaby about wanting to be in our league forever, <laughs> and we don't let him in. Does because, he listen to the podcast? Because he's a boob, yes. Okay. He's a big boob, and he knows who it is, and everyone's going to know who it is when I tell you what I did this morning. Yeah. He asked a stupid, dumb question, all right? I won't even give you the stupid, dumb question. It was one of those where people usually would not respond, okay? All you have to do, though, to respond and and, and and put the nail in his coffin is with a GIF. And my GIF, my GIF, whatever you want to call it, have you seen something about Mary? Yeah. Okay. Have you seen my baseball? Yeah, have you seen my baseball? Have you seen there my baseball? Mm-hmm. Something easy like that. Yeah. All right, guys. It's just, from a movie. Just it's to mock them. Just to yeah. put my point down. And guess what? It was at 6 a.m. this morning. It's still going on at 9.49 this morning. People going back and forth about it. Perfect, man. See, I'm so jealous Goose of Goosebumps, that. right? I miss, I miss oh, it. Yeah. it. Because we used to do that when we first started. I, uh, I remember I went back at the end of the season, right? And I went back through all of the trash talk. And I grabbed, I screenshotted some of the very best ones. That's awesome. What guys were saying they were going to do to other guys. <laughs> and you know what I mean? And I, yeah. I compiled like a best of list yeah. and released it to the league at the end of the year. Yeah. And it was just so great. And now it's crickets. Yeah. Man. I get on there and say something. And um, it gets to the point where you know you're doing your job trash talking when they threaten to leave the league early yeah. and they want a refund. That happened this morning. So, I mean, it's great. That's the move right there. That's you it, got buddy. Like, yeah. I don't want to do this. <laughs> yeah, anymore. I don't want to do it. That's the I don't move. know why I wanted to be part of your league. <laughs> I want a refund. And then, the commi- and then the commissioner just sends back, uh, good, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that's Fantasy Football Junkies. And uh, don't forget Fantasy Football 101. Eagle will answer everybody's uh, stardom, sit em questions except for, except for mine. Yeah. And uh, you can watch them on Facebook Live at 9 a.m. on Sunday. Thanks a bunch, and good luck. And make your winning a Fantasy Football League a reality, not a fantasy, right here with Fantasy Football Junkies Podcast.